wonderful day it is here at our Life Legacy Matters Network. I am Pastor Yolanda Whitlow, and I am the proud pastor of New Mount Pisgah Church and also the executive director of our Faith-Based Cause Initiative program. I have next to me our wonderful Carville Jones, who is chair to our executive and also the chair of our Office of Revenue. Amen. Awesome. I'm glad to be here, Pastor Yolanda. And boy, do we have a special guest for the audience today. Yes. You know, when we thought about the Faith-Based Cause Initiative and we thought about what we would need to do in the community as far as being able to provide financial resources for not just uh, large churches, but small churches. I mean, churches that would just have 10 or 20, maybe even 30 members. Mm -hmm. And we understood that during the pandemic, yes. we would have to allow them a vehicle that they can have visual communication. So That's everything good. they have did in the past prior to the pandemic was done yes. face to face, face, to face. you know, yes. or on Sunday and then maybe even a Wednesday book study or, or Bible study. Mm -hmm. So how could we actually be able to give them the ability to do that visually? Well, that's why we basically are pleased to share with you our month launch of the Living Life Legacy the Matters. Living Life Legacy Matters. We are so excited about that. For sure, for sure. So just think about it, uh, being able to have your own custom uh, channel that people can actually watch the message being delivered to them over their television set I don't versus mean to stop their you. Can computer. You uh, let's press rewind. Can okay. You, let's rewind that. Okay, because yep. I don't think someone heard that in the back. Okay. <laughs> what's, what's about to happen? We're going to be able to provide the faith-based, cause-based, yes. and charitable organizations their own television program Wow! so that they can come in basically now to have a studio quality delivery of their message. Mm -hmm. uh, we have tools available from a technology perspective. So when you go to myfbic.com yes. and you just look under the category that says what we do mm -hmm. and you see the first thing is life legacy technology. What is that? Well, major. if you click on it, you'll see that it's a number of different types of technologies that basically enhance the visual aspect of communication. So from concerts to symposiums mm -hmm. to the spoken word, yes. all they're available for the faith-based, cause-based, charitable-based leader. So they can yes. have that themselves, branded out their own colors, their own Walking logo. Walking in excellence. Isn't that awesome? Thank you. Thank God, literally, yes. you know, uh, the Odell Peggy Jones Foundation contributes to that particular cause. We're providing up to $10,000 yes. worth of technology and human resource grants to help actually raise funds for the community. Yes. And so our special guest is someone who is... Um, I don't know. He, he's sort of a, a, a role model of mine. I've met him uh, almost a year ago coming up this April, and I just got to, a chance to watch him and just see his advanced knowledge mm -hmm. of uh, technology, especially visual uh, communications. And uh, what he did, he just showed me through his actions how you could just take words and put them into, you know, actual, really, movies, basically, yeah. a short clip. Okay. Um, yes. His bishop uh, just has become near and dear to me in terms of my thought process, not just because his last name is Jones, mm. but he's just a real, <laughs> real kind man. And he what has about 80 He has about eighty churches that he shepherds, and okay. one of them happens to be uh, the special guest that I'm going to show you uh, and going to share with you today. Uh, his background is just like our CEO, Mr. Garland. Wow. He is an engineer. 
He's an engineer by well, trade, yes. but more than that, he's really a community uh, service guy. His, he, he works countless hours yes. just helping people. Yeah. And so, uh, audience, I want you to pay attention and kind of listen to a message from someone that I just think is uh, a living a hero in terms of helping people in the community, especially when it comes to technology. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to Pastor Crafus Walker. Wow. How are you today, Pastor? I'm doing fine, uh, Dr. Jones and Pastor Yolanda. God bless you and thank you for having me today. So good to have you here with mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. So during this Black History Month, who comes to mind that you would want to share with some of our audience, especially our younger audience, uh, someone that basically has perhaps passed away, okay? And then we want you to talk to us about maybe there's someone right now that's walking around doing this Black History Month that we can actually illuminate as well. Now, I've already selected Vice President Kamala Harris. Okay? No, right. All right. <laughs> uh, and Reverend Michiko Miller took the Harriet Tugman, yes. you know, and she after she got, piece. and after she got through talking about her, I think I she, should, I thought she was gonna put on the two hundred dollar bill. Yes, yes, you know? come on. <laughs> I mean, you talk about a message there, you guys. Are, oh, oh it's, what it's a been treat! Phenomenal. Yes, what a treat. And so, just share with us, uh, you know, uh, Pastor Crafus Walker, mm -hmm. uh, you know, being an executive director with the Faith Based Cause Initiative. How do you see this African American, this Black History Month? Well. Um, I see Black History Month as an opportunity to share mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and to share from our perspective um, what we think about history and what we've learned about black history. And you wanted me to talk about a person that has passed away that who comes to mind? Yes. Uh, yeah. That person is none other than uh, the late Bishop Charles Harrison Mason. Uh, right. Oh, yes. 1800s. Right. Yes. Um, he, the Lord led him to start a group known as the Church of God in Christ. Yes. And which yet exists today. And so God called him to that ministry mm -hmm. and that calling, and he obeyed. Of course, there were struggles. Yes. And what you may not know about Bishop Mason is he not only had the African American community under his wings, but he also had the Caucasian community under his wings also. That is the white uh, community, right, Pastor? Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, <laughs> at that time, uh, there was yet segregation, there was yet dissension going on, and so he did agree to maybe split and break off just for the sake of peace. Okay. Yeah. But that organization today that uh, split from the Church of God in Christ is known as the Assemblies of God. And oh. so oh, wow. Bishop Mason... Uh, was a pioneer, a man of peace, a man of prayer. And so he and it started as a young man. He started as a young man doing this. So our young people, you can start young uh, yes. doing oh, yes. what God would have you to do. That's right. Yes. Boy, thank you so much mm -hmm. for sharing that uh, with mm -hmm. us. And young people, we're going to be posting on our website the uh, individuals that we're talking about doing this uh, mm -hmm. Black History Month. So you can drill down, if you would, and, and learn more about them. Because what you will understand whenever we have a chance to, to listen to some of our executive directors, even all of them, they all have their story. And we're going to basically uh, this particular month with the assistance of our musicians and our poets we're going to to sing yes. a song for you we're going to basically thread a melody all the way through these 28 days yes. of uh, just a joyous celebration and so i would ask you lastly uh just for this particular segment okay. uh pastor uh, Someone that's living right now, who could mm -hmm. you point to in terms of a sharing with uh, our younger people? And even, you know, a, a little bit 
older person like me, you know, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not looking at you now, Pastor Yolanda. <laughs> no. I know I, I was just kidding there, okay? Uh, yes. Just, uh, yeah, sh- what, you, what, what, what can you uh, share with us about that uh, in terms of people that are walking around right now? Mm-hmm. Well, this person um, is an older person, but they started young. Okay. It's Patricia Lee, originally of Utah, Alabama. I don't know if you know where that's at. But she sat at the feet of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. for five days as he prepared people to march or fight against the Jim Crow laws of that day. This is in 1965, believe it or not, not too long ago. Mm -hmm. And I admire her because she said Dr. King taught them about education, and now she has a daughter that has a Ph.D. and has uh, grandchildren that are working on their Ph.D.s. Mm-hmm. But he also taught them about loving uh, one another. Mm-hmm. And this was when she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And she emphasized that Dr. King told him, if you just have something in you that wants to fight as we're out marching, this is not for you. And so she stuck with it. And then they took a march. This wasn't the first march to the Pettus Bridge. This was a subsequent march that you may not find it in your history book. Uh, But they took that march, and it was pretty dramatic. Um, as as, As she puts it, as they were marching across the bridge, they were just clutching one another, holding one another. Uh, the threat of violence was there. They did see people flashing guns. And if there's one man standing on the bridge who basically opened his coat and had strapped bombs mm-hmm. to him, yeah. and then another man tapped him on the shoulder and said, don't do it. And just the exhilaration, as she explained it, and the joy that came across them as they crossed the bridge. On, and like I say, you yeah. may not find this in your history books, yes. but she tells the same story over and over and over again like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so I do honor her. She raised her children, uh, and they are working in the area today. Okay. She loves education. She loves people. She loves her Savior, Jesus Christ. So I honor her yes. uh, for uh, having a great memory and, and the willingness to talk about something that sometimes these things are not pleasant, but it does yes. help us oh, yes. as we get an understanding of what went on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank you so much for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Pastor Walker, I think uh, mm-hmm. one thing that's resonated over the last mm-hmm. uh, four episodes, I believe, is right. that a lot of folks come from Alabama. Okay. Yes. It's amazing, okay? And mm-hmm. I used to um, ask my mom always mm-hmm. why I couldn't find her yeah. city that she was mm-hmm. born in in Alabama. My, my dad was from Montgomery, Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's where he held from. But my mother was from Piro, and she yeah. wanted to explain yeah. to me that it's not on the map, okay? It's not on the map. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you know? And so I was able to look at some of the footage back there when um, Martin Luther King was doing the demonstrations and actually see my mom in the footage, actually. Now, unfortunately, she was being, you know, the hose was on her, you know, and yes. her dress was all over her head. I mean, it was just a mess because the people were really fighting for that right to be a human being. Yes. And so as I think of black history, I think of my mom. You know, I think of my dad. I think of the things that they were trying to 
teach me back then that I'm only as a, a young man learning and understanding now. So it's amazing. It's just that saying that uh, I want all our younger audience to understand. It's just the truth, okay? Um, when you're ready, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Mm -hmm. So all the information's there. So I thank you for your service. What you don't know about um, mm -hmm. Pastor Walker's, he's in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up in the neighborhood where he basically has his ministry. Mm -hmm. uh, not only does he uh, pastor a church, he uh, pastors other pastors to have services in his church. So, That's I mean, wonderful. he's uh, is a perfect example of each one teaching one. And so when we have this type of togetherness, and isn't it a time right now for love, Pastor Walker? Love. That's what the Lord put on my heart. Uh, we normally come up with a theme every year, the pastors do. Okay. Uh, and this year, the Lord put on my heart, love one another. And that's coming out of 1 John. Beloved, let us love one another. So. I don't think um, there's anything that's out of our reach that we cannot accomplish if we love one another. So I'm, I'm learning. I'm studying, yes. Pastor Yolanda, yes. how do we do that? Mm -hmm. And I'm praying that the Lord help us to love one another. And someone made a remark one time that just cut me to the bone mm -hmm. and really was talking about church and pastors. He said, well, I know there's a lot of pastors out there, but I don't think they really like each other. Wow. And he said it in much stronger words. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yes. Yes. <laughs> I understand. But that cut me to the bone and saying, what are we modeling to our oh. children and yes. young people mm -hmm. when we, uh, even in the clergy, are not loving one another? So I just want to encourage each other. Uh, yes. Martin Luther King was here today. He would say yes. those same words. That's right. Love one another. Yes. Yeah, you know, uh, Pastor Lana, just coming off of uh, the celebration of Martin Luther King, yes. um, which we got actually made Martin Luther King week. Yes. We should be making a Martin Luther King year mm -hmm. because clearly uh, we're looking at something that was phenomenal. And mm -hmm. a lot of the young people don't understand that there was this constitution that they teach you in school. You know, we the people. Yes. And arguably, uh, back in the uh, obviously late 50s, early 60s, it became crystal clear that when they say we the people, they certainly weren't speaking of people of color. Mm -hmm. But what was able to happen mm -hmm. is that Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King was celebrated by many people, especially a lot of white people, because they knew more so than anyone that he resurrected mm -hmm. the Constitution. He allowed that particular process to actually be examined where that everyone could look into the ugly head mm -hmm. that was basically represented with the Constitution mm -hmm. and see that it was ugly because no one was reaching out to mm -hmm. actually fulfill it. Fulfill it. And so mm -hmm. here came Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King, That's who was right. able to do that and then to bring forth us mm -hmm. to this day to black history. To yes. Black History Month. Uh, Pastor Lana, thank you so much yes, for basically creating this show and hosting yeah. the show and, <laughs> and allowing me to be on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Carbell. I really appreciate all of this that's coming forth right now. Um, just with being a young black educated woman myself and thank you so much um, Pastor Walker for just bringing that part out about how you know even the late um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who affirmed education um, I affirmed that and for us because knowledge is power 
And I just want to say, knowledge is power. There is power in unity. And that's one thing that we're bringing forth today yes. with our initiative. We are bringing forth unity. There is power in that. And there's no way that we can be divided because we stand together as one voice. And I would like to take this time to thank everyone for coming out to join mm -hmm. in with us. And please look forward to seeing other episodes of our show. Please know and know that we, we stand in peace and unity. Again, thank you to all of our guests. Thank you so much again, Pastor Walker. Thank you so much, Carvel, for being here with us. And thank we you. just say, God bless each and every one of you. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.